When you need your work truck to work as hard as you do, trust Delphi Technologies to deliver the parts built for the toughest work environments. From construction sites to long distance hauling, go with the aftermarket supplier known for its 100 plus years of OE heritage and expertise. Go to DelphiAftermarket.com today. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining the podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Ross. Now, a lot of organizations have naturally seen a lot of change uh, in how they have been doing uh, their day-to-day routines, and people, some people working from home, uh, some people still coming into the facilities on a, on a daily basis. Uh, there's been a lot of change, some changes in staffing, changes in responsibilities uh, as a result of uh, some of this kind of upheaval. And so with me today is uh, Norm Rose of XL Sales Consulting, who uh, is going to talk about how to maintain a positive uh, work environment in the face of all this change and how to take care of uh, some of those people uh, within your team who are really critical to the ongoing success of your operation. Uh, welcome, Norm. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's great to be here again. Thank yeah, you. and before we get on with this, uh, I just wanted to uh, you know, shout out and uh, happy birthday to XL Sales Consulting, 20 years old. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's incredible. Like they say the old saying is time flies when you're having fun, right? And uh, it's been uh, it's been quick, I'll tell you. It's been really fast, but it's been such a great experience. And uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I think the most incredible thing is recognize, everybody should recognize that Norm started this when he was five. <laughs> That's uh, right. <laughs> so as a, as a still in his 20s now, uh, obviously kidding, but not, yeah. on, on a serious note, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, we're laughing here and we're kind of joking around now, you know, that's, that, that's kind of part of a positive work environment too. I mean, you have some, you know, really re- important responsibilities, uh, whether you're managing or owning an operation, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's gotta have some lightness to it, right? And how do you ensure that, uh, there's a good balance there and making sure people can still be productive? Well, exactly. And, and all of that, uh, that makes a lot of sense in the sense is that you do have to have some laughs and you have to have some fun. And those that know me for, for that are listening or on the podcast as well. And hearing this is that, uh, you know, you have to have some humor is what you're saying. And that's the spice of life. It really, really is. And I think it's what keeps us young and it keeps us uh, kind of vibrant and, uh, and, and, and enjoying it. And in this industry, in the automotive aftermarket, you got to enjoy what you're doing. And a big part of it is having fun. It's also a matter of being very respectful to keep that humor respectful with your customers as well. Right. And the, uh, and it helps create a positive work environment. Uh, you know, the 20 years as well, Andrew, that you're saying, uh, people know that I talk a lot about attitude and how important of it, that it really is. Of course, we get into so much depth on many other things in our training with respect to processes and so on. But I believe it really starts with a culture of having a good attitude within a team and uh, to really create that positive work environment, Andrew. Sure, sure. Now, you know, as uh, you know, as as you know, business owners listening, uh, I mean, managers of business, uh, you know, it's not been an easy time, uh, you know, to to look at the vastly different sets of numbers uh, financially, maybe what they're looking at, and maybe they've had a little trouble with maintaining their kind of positive outlook in the face of you know personal and business disruption uh how important is is how, what they bring that the attitude they bring uh to the overall uh you know kind of business environment uh that they're that they're overseeing 
Well, that's a that's an absolutely great question, and uh, and it is true, and it's a great time to reflect because it has been a very difficult time over the last you know almost going into two years. It's incredible, and uh, and, and and a lot of changes with it, and we're not going to embellish on that too much. But it is really, I like to say, it really starts with the leader on how they how they bring that positive uh, uh, message to the team as well, because even if things aren't going so well sometimes, or there's stresses, like you say, in your personal life or your professional life, uh, it really does start with the leader. And, uh, and, and, and with all due respect, it, it really means the simple things like coming in and, you know, really just talking to the team, uh, smiling every day. And when you come in and, you know, people have different personalities and so on, but it really starts with the leader in the sense of, even if you're working in a store or in your warehouse or in the manufacturer side or in a shop, is it coming in and really, uh, you know, g- giving that warm spirit or that hello and not an airy fairy thing here, but smiling and getting to know people as first still, you know, as talking to the people about them, their, their own lives and so on. And that can really instill a lot of the times just the trust in a manager and a leader as well. And it's those simple things because sometimes it becomes very autocratic. We can walk in, we can see people. Hey, I just saw you yesterday. I left, left at five. 30 and forget, you know, in the morning that it can really set the stage and the pace just to do those simple things that greeting people, saying hello, smiling, making time to walk around in the store or in the, in the, in the business as well, and just say hi to people. It doesn't have to be a long drawn out thing. It's just that, that body language and that message that leaders can send to, to help instill that positive environment. It's a good starting point. Right, right. Now, uh, you know, there takes all kinds in a business, you know, you've got, uh, you know, the folks who come in every day, uh, plug away doing what they're doing. And, and, uh, you know, the the really grind away at stuff. Uh, Those are, you know, obviously, we all we we all need everybody from, uh, you know, the the rookie uh, stockroom person and the drivers uh, to all the way up the line to to the managers. But uh, you know, some of some of those folks will come and go from a business. Uh, you know, I think of uh, some of the juniors who you know come in. Uh, they're, maybe it's just a part-time job or a summer job, and so they're not probably going to stay, but some might stay. Um, but then within the or- every organization, there's what we call kind of high performers, right? Now, mm-hmm. maybe the maybe the owner or the manager is is one of those. Uh, mm-hmm. and, but they look through the organization and they they know who they are, but but. Uh, if they're having trouble uh, kind of identifying, you know, you know, what a high performer is, uh, uh, do you have any pointers about, you know, kind of what to look for? And then, you know, through this unusual time, I mean, some of those, some of those folks are, uh, you know, maybe a little demotivated because, you know, maybe their local markets are down and they're not able to generate the kind of revenue that they were if they're in sales or, uh, you know, whatever their kind of area of responsibility is, um, you know, how, how, do, how do they identify them? How do you keep those folks motivated? They're, they're really important to a business, right? Right. Well, you just said a lot of great things there. And, and first of all, just your first comment about the fact is, is that it, it takes a full team, doesn't it? Really, in the sense of to create a, uh, a successful business, a profitable business, everyone from uh, the skill set, like you said, maybe not the poor performer. Well, let's not talk about that at this point, because that's more where coaching all can kind of come in. But to operate a business, if they're in your business, you do. You have three different maybe types of levels. You don't have two. You don't have a necessarily just a low performer and a high performer. Uh, you do have um, a sense that there's some people in the middle there, and they bring a lot of value to the business, those middle uh, people, that they do what they do. They come in every day, and they do what they do. And 
boy, they're such an important asset and, and part of the business. You do have, uh, let's talk just for a moment about the lower performer as well, the ones that maybe aren't excelling where you really want them to be. And that requires coaching and continued training and good communication. But to your point on the, uh, and all of them really require that at all levels of, of course, from a, maybe a little bit of a lower performer to a middle performer to the top performer. Well, you asked the question about the performance and the high performers. Well, that's who you want in your business to keep them. I mean, they, they really, of course, are bringing uh, a lot to your business. They're helping with the profitability. They're motivating people. They're generally uh, bringing in a decent attitude and good collaboration of teamwork. Uh, they're, they're growing the sales. They're working hard. They're getting out there every day. And uh, let's just mention that for a moment. Those are some of the characteristics of the top performers. And I know you're asking, Andrew, as well, as far as motivating. Uh, and we can talk more about that. But as far as the, the, the top performers, uh, what do you think, Andrew? Is that some of the characteristics that you find that they are doing? Uh, you know, getting up early, getting to work, doing, the, doing their to-do list, managing their time, getting new business, whether it's an inside person, a manager, an outside person that's on the team. Those are some of the key fundamentals of things that they're doing, aren't they, in this business? Sure, yeah. I mean, I, I, I could tell you that from my own experience in, in dealing with uh, what I consider to be some of the highest performing individuals in the automotive aftermarket, they are most likely the ones to send you a very early morning reply to your email, uh, usually well before uh, standard business hours. Now, uh, you know, I, I like to think to some extent that uh, they, they send that to me because they know I'm up and on the email uh, streams too already. So, uh, but also uh, I find that the, the high performers that, that I've had the pleasure to be uh, uh, acquainted with uh, over the years also um, have uh, pretty clearly understood downtimes too. Uh, they take their weekends, they take their vacations, uh, they they uh, try uh, mostly uh, to be present for their families too. Uh, and uh, if you look at as I do, uh, you know, some of them are, are my friends uh, and through Facebook friends and, you know, they're very connected in, with their families too. So, that, you know, it keeps them fresh, it keeps them motivated, it keeps them moving. Um, but then you're talking to them in a, uh, uh, a business environment on a business topic, uh, they're very engaged. Well, that's true. And, and that's, that's the key things. And so to your point about the fact of what do you watch for the signs of maybe when they are disengaged a little bit, or sometimes you don't know, right? And, uh, and, and so it, it requires, uh, oh, Stan, you know, he's always really good. And he does everything that you just said, you know, Andrew, and some of the points that I made as well, he's, he's he does all those things, you know, in a positive way. And, and uh, we think, oh, they're just fine. And that's the way they are. Well, no, people need to be encouraged by their leaders and supported by their team members as well. As uh, soon as they start to feel that, oh, I'm just kind of on the island alone. Um, it's like great athletes, right? It's like, you know, a great athlete could be on a team and all of a sudden the team starts failing and they're not supporting the, the maybe the star player, they start losing. And uh, so it's a matter of st standing back and doing a pulse check to say, you know, how are you? Uh, you know, he or she's out there on the road selling or, or, or the inside. How, how are you doing? How are, how are things with you? Care about the person first. So leaders need to make time to have those conversations. And how's the family? And, you know, uh, what's, what's been going on? And the hobbies and those things. So caring about people first and really making that positive connection is important, number one. And not losing sight of that because we get so caught up in the day-to-day. -day, busy, busy, busy. Get this done. Get that done. We've got a new program. we got this or that. 
uh, we need to step back and remember, you're going to keep good people if they're loyal to you by caring about them first. Number one. Number two, I think as well, that if we look at it, is, uh, is watching the signs where they're not motivated. This has been a tough time. It's been an incredibly uh, changing time uh, over the last couple of years with people in their, in their houses and, their, and their, um, you know, their spouses of what their jobs are or what's going on. You never know what's going on at home. Um, so watch how happy they are and what's going on and bring them back in those high performers to motivate them to talk about what are their goals. Where are they at right now as far as, uh, you know, maybe it's a manager of a store and how they want things to kind of change with their team or improve or, or a sales manager, uh, you know, um, that reports to an owner or whatever it might be. Uh, talk about what their goals are. What's their challenges? What I found in the training world is that a lot of the top performers, and it's quite interesting because I find that when people come to our training, they say, oh, our new guys need this, our new guys need this. Yes, they do. They need a, a playbook. The middle people need a playbook. They need to come up the, uh, the scale a little bit. But the top performers actually love it when you can motivate them by talking about what their goals are. Uh, maybe reminding them of some of the things that they that they um they used to do, but they're not doing now. And re-inspiring them is really, really important. And that doesn't happen unless you have a conversation to kind of reinvigorate them and, and support them and listen well as a leader as well. Where are they at now? Where are their goals? Tying in personally, professionally, and then some action items as well. doesn't mean creating more work for them. It just means reigniting them a lot of the times. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, a number of uh, folks on the sales side, um, you know, we're, we're sort of focusing kind of on that aspect of, of uh, uh, you know, the business, uh, you know, because uh, of uh, the challenges uh, through COVID have seen, you know, their compensation packages re reduced sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so, you know, they, uh, you know, well, let's just put it bluntly. It can really hurt when you're when you're uh, you know uh, whether or not necessarily in the aftermarket, but certainly you know having uh, uh, staff and executive compensation packages might be sales managers, territory managers, uh, different industries reduced by twenty five percent or more is is uh, something that uh, can take a while to climb back from. Uh, if that's something that's happened in a business, I mean, how, is that something that really the managers and the owners really got to hit head on? Recognize? Yeah, I think they have to have some, some really good, if, if that has happened, uh, there's, there's other ways to, um, to, to motivate people as well. It's not just about money. So you have to communicate effectively the why this has happened, if there has been cutbacks. And really, you know, even if it's a matter of, uh, of, of, of showing pieces of financials, of expenses, and a lot of people don't understand the operating expenses of things as well. And the cost of running a business is very, it's, it's a lot. And so if people have been uh, affected in, in that way and there's cutbacks or, or whatever it might be and, and I don't know how big of the audience out there is going through that but if that is the case again it's just whatever that scenario or if it's cut back and like you say Andrew in, 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 the, in the pay or whatever it might be talk about the why is happening and how we get out of it and then we collaborate and give some people some spirit of of encouragement that this is uh, this we're going to get out of these things as well if that's continuing to still be an issue for people and and, uh, and and again it's effective communication which I think is really important to talk about that also to align some very specific goals together as well as to uh, what I find in 
it's been so interesting is that, you know, with leaders and working with them uh, for so many years and talking to different people and organizations is that how people can really, as leaders now, go from the boss to the leader type role better. You know, what, what how can we do this? Uh, you know, and it could be whatever the role is of the person, high performers or other people within the uh, company to talk about how can we improve? What, what are the things that we need to do to become better, to become more profitable, to service our customers better and tap into that, that strong knowledge of people that we have within our team rather than the one that's always driving the goals. So inspire people to get involved, to collaborate on whatever your goals are to, uh, to, to, to meet your, your successes for sales or, or for better uh, customer service or teamwork or whatever it might be um, leaning on the team a lot more rather than being just the boss being that leader is what um, people really are looking for I think as well yeah that's excellent guidance uh, you know uh, Excel sales consulting has a, a wonderful uh, set of modules for training virtually every aspect uh, within your business uh, from everything from uh, you know counter people and salespeople and managers and you name it, specific modules, specific training, specific guidance, 20 years of experience, right, Norm? Yeah, well, actually, 35, actually. I, I, I really, oh, my goodness, I'm oh, dating yes. myself there. But I started in, uh, what is it, if I'm doing the math right, that makes me 91. No, but uh, <laughs> I actually, uh, it, it actually started in the early 80s in this business. Right. I love the business. It gets in your blood, and uh, it's, it's, it's a great industry. Yeah, it is a great industry. Let's make sure that we do what we can uh, to keep it a great industry for all those who've dedicated their time and, and uh, brain power to helping their businesses be successful, whatever their role in the aftermarket. Thank you, Norm, for joining us today. Thank you, everybody else, for listening. Be safe, be strong, be well, take care of each other, and they will take care of you. Thanks very much. Take care. Bye. Canadian Aftermarket Podcast, brought to you by the publishers of Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. Connect with us online at indiegarage.ca and jobbernation.ca, a brand of chat integrated media. Pothole damage to a vehicle's chassis is always a concern, no matter the size or time of year. If the worst does happen, you can count on Delphi Technologies steering and suspension parts to get your customers back on the road again. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com.